the God of purpose. God was able to give Adam a reason and meaning. And that's why, again, the, the phrase, an unexamined life is not worth living. Because if you don't know why you're here, you don't have meaning. And you just kind of float and drift around. And you don't have direction. And you're unfulfilled. Everything that God created is fulfilled. The sun rises fulfilled. The grass comes up fulfilled. The birds fly fulfillment. The, the lions roar fulfillment. They're, they're operating in their purpose. I don't know that we can prove it, <laughs> but I don't see purposeless animals. I know one time at work we had a conversation about dogs committing suicide. And, you know, one of the, the one of my coworkers just really believes that dogs get so depressed they commit suicide. But that's for another topic. I know that they have meaning and they just operate in their meaning. Man is the only creative being that has a difficult time with living in their purpose. And one of the reasons why is because they don't know it. If you don't know God, you can't know your purpose. And we have people searching out. It's kind of like the example I gave with being dropped off in the forest and you're trying to figure out, am I supposed to, am I like baby, like Tarzan? Remember he was dropped and they tell the story. And actually, they were actually telling the story of fallen man who refused to follow God, dropped in the forest, taken on by animals, raised by animals, swinging and running and acting like an animal until he meets another human being and then be, understands that he is not an animal. Until we meet up with God and, and turn on the light of God's word and examine those scriptures and who God made us to be, we'll never know our own identity. We'll never be able to say, this is what God made me for. This is the meaning. And this is what I'm called to do. And this is what I'm going to do in the earth. We'll experiment. We'll be jungle, jungle, jungle boys and girls where we'll just big, try to figure out what we're supposed to be. Am I supposed to be? I'm a woman trapped in a, 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 a man's body. I'm a man trapped in a woman's body. I'm both. I'm, um, you know, I'm gender fluid. And all of these many expressions of identity continue to grow because men are experimenting. They're experimenting. When God has declared and given us a purpose of identity, who we are, as a male and female, and he's given us roles, and he's given us assignment. God has given role and assignment. A good parent gives role and assignment. They do not allow their children to just play let's pretend or watch Nickelodeon or watch television and say, you know, I think I want to be a tree. Or you think, you know, I think I want to be a baby for the rest of my life. There are many things in the earth going on where people are unaware of their purpose and their identity. If you don't know your purpose, there is a depression that will come over you and anxiety, but specifically a depression because you feel purposeless, you feel helpless and hopeless. Our purpose gives us meaning, which gives us hope and which allows us to feel alive. Many people feel stagnant and dead because the reason and their purpose is not in operation. 
God knew that we needed purpose. So people try to find purpose. My purpose is to collect snails. My purpose is whatever, to, to find seashells. I mean, people get really passionate because they know that I'm here on earth and there's something I'm supposed to do on earth. They may not know what, so they just continue to experiment. Instead of going to the creator, the parent, and asking, Dear Father, Abba, creator of all things, what is my purpose? Why am I here? It is spelled out clearly. The fairness of God in the first mentioned principle in Genesis says that we were created in his image, and he told Adam to be fruitful, to multiply, to have dominion, and to bring glory to God. That was our purpose. Our purpose was to reflect the image of God, to have dominion, to reproduce the glory of God in the earth, to reproduce the goodness of God in the earth. The meaning was to be in fellowship with God and to reflect God in the earth and to continue to reflect God in our relationships so that the whole earth can be filled with the glory of the Lord. That's our job. He has given us the earth to occupy, but he wants the earth to be filled with his glory. And his glory is in all of us because he has set his purpose in all of our hearts. And so when we connect with our purpose, our God purpose, and we live in it, it gives us life and it produces life to the earth. It's like the circle of life, the exchange of life. We draw from the life of purpose, we give life, and then when we give life, we're re, um, refused with the life, and it just becomes a motion of life-giving and life-receiving. Life it's a flourishing life. God desires the whole earth to be filled with his glory. It's filled with a lot of things, y'all. You can attest to that, but it's not his glory it's filled with a multiplicity of things, but it's not all filled with his glory. He has designed us with purpose. Purpose. He gave Adam a whole job to take care of the earth, right? To, to till the ground. He did not even allow it to rain until man. He said that he couldn't allow it to rain because there was no man to till it. He needed a manager. He needed someone to manage the beautiful things of this earth and to enjoy and to have dominion. He has set the earth in man's hand. He has given us dominion. He said, have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the earth and the things in the earth. We were supposed to be managers and we were supposed to reflect his image and we were supposed to reflect his glory in the earth. It was supposed to be an Eden experience, heaven was supposed to be met, be seen in the earth. And that's the assignment. Many times people have children and even, you know, the excitement of the child looking like them, they don't really think about the meaning. Why is this child here? It's not just to look like me, not just to be cute or to be an athlete. I used to play football in the day. I want my child to play football in the day. I was a beauty contestant and my child, I want my child to be a beauty contestant. I want to, I want my child to be a doctor or a lawyer. Those are great things to want. But our primary desire is to want what God wants first, which is 
that men would praise the Lord, meaning give their uh, acknowledge that the life that they have is a gift from God and that it is everything that is to be produced and done is to be done with, with God in mind, with showing God in the earth and not plagiarizing and taking credit and not being um, someone who is taking credit for someone else's uh, creation and his work, not being filled with idolatry. We have taken God's creative property and owned it for ourselves, his intellectual property, and called it our own. But the truth of it is, is it's the purpose that God has given us. And sometimes we worship the assignment and not the assigner. We like to speak or we like, you know, to, you know, get the knowledge, but we don't acknowledge the knowledge giver. Who is God? We don't celebrate and we don't give God the proper acknowledgement of him being responsible for everything. Him being responsible for our ability to, to, to breathe, to move, and have our being. In the New Testament, it says that through him we breathe, we move, and we have our being. Through him we have life. We can't do anything without him. Without him, we can't you know, have our purpose. We can't move. We can't have uh, our ability to express our purpose. You know, Our purpose should never be bigger than God. And that's what's happened. Our purpose is an expression of God. It is not separate from God. But many have celebrated their purpose and at the demise of their relationship with the Creator. They take the purpose and throw out the Creator, the giver of the purpose. But as a good parent, the role is to establish purpose so that your child is again is not dropped off in the forest to figure out what they're supposed to do. There used to be um, stillness and prayer and consideration when someone was pregnant, and the angels and God would send a message to the parents to inform them of who they were carrying, of their identity, and of their purpose because their name was connected to their purpose. In this day and age, we'll call you Shaniqua, we'll call you Shaquanda, we'll call you Pookie, we'll call you anything, and we'll think that you were made for our enjoyment, not realizing that we have been given the role of caregiver to God's creation, and our assignment is to replicate God's character and his glory in the earth. And so we have to give our children that assignment. It is a marathon where we pass off legacy and we pass the stick. Many have dropped the stick and many have not even known what stick, what godly legacy looks like and what their responsibility is to providing purpose for their children. One reason is because they're not living in purpose. If you're not living in purpose, it's going to be very difficult for you to preach godly purpose. If you're not living in your godly purpose, you disqualify yourself from being a credible witness of what it looks like to live godly purpose. Children are not ignorant. You can say one thing, but if you're modeling something else, 
they're very visual. They're going to go with the model. They see better than they hear. And so it's so important that we understand that a good parent, like God, speaks purpose and meaning. When you speak purpose and meaning, you tell your child who they are. They, they then know who they're not. They know that they're not a thief. They know that they're not um, someone who uh, disrespects their body and has uh, lots of lots of um, maladaptive behaviors and in trouble at school or in trouble at work. And all of these different things come from the fact that kids have, you have to declare who God made them to be. Now they get to choose. They get to choose. We all have choice, but that should never stop us from declaring the purpose of God because God declared the purpose, his purpose over Adam face to face. The media didn't do it. The the orangutans didn't do it. They couldn't do it. The angels didn't even do it. God did it. God did it. It is our responsibility, like God, to be able to set the course of our children. And again, if we don't know who God is and what purpose is, we have nothing viable to hand to our children. We have to be able to pass the stick. That's what the role of the parent is all about. It's such a powerful job in the earth. It is the most important job in the earth. It's more important than the president of the United States because everything begins in the home. There, Before there was a United States, before there was a church, our pastor says often, there was a family. The parent role is the most important role in the earth. It's a life-changing role. But if you don't know God's role and what God has done, you won't know your role. So important. It's so important. This Dear Parent series has been designed for us to slow it down and look at what God has done for us and what he is requiring from us. If we want to stop the darkness that has hovered over our lives and over our world and over our families, we have to allow God's light and his spirit to infiltrate our homes. And we have to be still. We're going to have to breathe. We're going to have to set ourselves. And we're going to have to be still, get in that word on purpose, and know that he is God, the wonderful parent.